Welcome to Arts Career Evolutions by Out of the Arts. Your hosts are Beth and Amy. We will help you bridge the gap between an arts career and a career outside the arts industry. We all have days where we say, fuck it, I'm quitting. And we walk away for a few minutes or hours or days and come back ready to work again. It's usually a knee-jerk reaction to something, right? And then after some time to think about it and cool down, we realize that we don't want to quit, but we do need to deal with what sets us off. The question is, how many times does that happen before you actually need to quit? I actually had this happen recently at work. I got an email from someone else and as soon as the email came in, I knew. I knew I didn't even see the email. I just saw the email came in and who it was from and it was in response to an email I had sent out and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm quitting." Like I did not even look at the email and decided, "Nope, I'm quitting." And I got up and I walked away from my desk. Hey, that's not healthy right? It's not healthy to see an email come from somebody and decide that you're quitting before even reading the email. So that's not healthy. Also, I then took a couple hours, went back, read the email, and again said, fuck it, I'm quitting, (laughs) and got up and walked away again. And it took me probably two days to get to the point where I could say this email was sent in love like I know this human this this human is a good human they are really here to be supportive and caring and to cover my ass like they're not doing this out of aggression or to make my life harder fuck them they're making my life harder (sighs) why are we adding this to my plate unnecessarily but also, okay, this is this fine, right? So I had to come to terms with that email because that email is very micromanaging. So I know it set me off because I was being micromanaged. I know it set me off because it came from someone who I trust to have my back And it didn't feel like they had my back. It felt like they were trying to do everything around me, have more people involved than probably really need to be involved. And and I love, I love group conversations. I love collaboration. I'm all in. If you need to be there. If you're just involving people just for funsies, just in adding steps just to make things harder, then I have no patience for it. I have none. I fuck none. So... I had to acknowledge why this email was setting me off. Y'all cannot hear her, but I'm watching Amy, like, try not to die laughing at me every time. (laughs) I'm cursing profusely. Um, So I had to to say, okay, why is this setting me off? Is, why is this person sending me this email? What is really making me angry? Is this real or is this perceived? And then I had to decide, is this crossing a hard boundary? And we, in the arts, do not talk about boundaries enough. We don't deal with boundaries. We don't set boundaries. We're going to talk about this on its own later. 
But a hard boundary is a line people are not allowed to cross and still have a relationship with you. So what are hard boundaries? If someone at work curses me out, hard boundary. That is not acceptable. That is not appropriate. And you no longer get to have a relationship with me. And there are some times where you have hard boundaries and people cross them and you can't just walk away. But then you need to say, here are the ways I'm going to protect myself. Because if, if, if your boss does something and crosses a hard boundary, you can, and you can't necessarily walk away, you need to be able to say, here's how I'm going to prevent this from happening in the future because this is not acceptable. So a hard boundary is any time when there's a line that somebody crosses and they can't come back from. So you need to know what those hard boundaries are for yourself. And in the arts, right, we're, we're, sh- we're shitty, shitty at setting boundaries. We're not good at it. So if this concept is foreign to you, you are not yeah, alone. I mean, in the arts, uh, we're literally taught to break down boundaries. Uh, particularly yeah. as performers, we're taught to break down emotional boundaries, but we're also, in the industry, taught to break down boundaries around our own personal safety and mental health and wellness as well because you're not a true artist or you're not really a hundred percent here if you're not a hundred percent here all the time and that's not healthy and not realistic and I think we tend to carry that mindset with us into other jobs as well and it's time to stop Yeah. And, and it's not, I think that, especially as we've gotten older, and I think I see a lot of my friends, and a lot of people in my age range, mid thirties, fuck, we're in our mid thirties. Okay. So <laughs> I see a lot of people in my age range who are really coming to terms with this concept of setting boundaries, who are really coming to a point where we're saying, no, this is not healthy and this is not a healthy relationship. So we're doing it and we're learning more about it and we're setting these in our professional lives and in our personal lives. And part of that is probably that we are, we're getting to a point where our work is not all that we're focusing on. You know, when you're 18 and you go to college and you live, breathe and die, you know, singing or dancing or directing or writing or whatever, whatever your niche is, you know, when you, when you live and breathe performing arts at 18, at 20, at 22, that's one thing. But when you're in your thirties and maybe later twenties or, you know, as your life changes and your position in life changes, that's not all that you live and breathe anymore. And so you need to set boundaries so that you have a life outside of this. So boundaries are worth setting. And especially as we get older, we get more used to setting them because we're doing more things. And I think that that makes sense. And and that's a normal progression. Uh, I'm really enjoying seeing it out of people. Mm -hmm. I set work boundaries just last night. And... And yeah, I literally screenshotted it and sent it to Beth because I was like, she's going to love this so much. She's going to be so proud of me. And she was. She came through. 
was. I'm trying to think about what I actually told you. And I, I said, yes, great job. Lots of exclamation points in that response. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do it with other friends at work who download, we use Microsoft Teams at work. And I work with a lot of people who, who have slightly different shifts. So they might start at 7.30 instead of 8 or 7. Uh, and so they work till 3.30 or 4 instead of 4.30. And they will have Microsoft Teams downloaded on their personal phones so that they can see when people are sending messages and what those messages are. And I, I had to tell, well, first... I had to tell my boss I wasn't doing that because we were going to make some changes to the system. We were going to work on the weekend. Not a big deal. And they wanted to communicate to everybody through Teams. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have that on my phone. You don't pay for my phone. Hmm. This is a boundary and I'm working really hard to keep my boundaries. And everyone just got real quiet. And so I've been so... I also find myself being the hype man when people at work take it off their phones. That's something else that I'm like, they come to me and they're like, Beth, I took it off my phone. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you're the boss. You're the best. Great job at setting a boundary. So if anyone, if you ever need a hype man for setting your boundary, just let me know. Just send it in. Oh, Beth is the (laughs) best hype man. The best. Uh, Well, let's get, I'm going to refocus us because we're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got off track. <laughs> We're having a good time. So, questions you need to ask yourself if you are considering quitting your job. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you need to think about. And um, it it comes down to the basic stuff, the who, what, where, when, why, right? So, the first thing that we automatically go for, I think, the, the most human thing is why, why do you think you want to leave? Have they stepped over a hard boundary? Why is it important to you to keep that boundary? Are you not making enough to support yourself? What about your lifestyle? Do you feel like you need more monetary support in? And why are these things important for you to keep? Do you want to live in a new area? Are you ready to move into a new market? Are you ready to just be in a different place? Are you in a place in your life where there are health things, where the cold isn't good for you anymore and you want to be somewhere warm? I mean, there are so many things to consider, right? And all of these pieces come together to form the why. Why do I want to leave and why is this important to me right now in my life? And that's also setting you up for, do you really want to leave? Do you really want to leave or are you just in a moment where you're not managing something that's happening? Like Right. If, if you can sit down and create a list of These are the reasons that this isn't good for me anymore. These are the things that I want that this job doesn't support. Well, then you've got a solid why. But if you're just like, I hate everyone and everything and -and so-and-so makes me mad and I can't stand it when this happens, you're probably in the throes of emotion. You should take some time to cool down before 
you make an impetuous choice to leave your job or career forever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was there. That's where I was. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, was absolutely there. So your second question is the who. Who is causing you to have these feelings? Are you being pressured to find a new job by a spouse or a friend who doesn't think your job is real work? Now, if you are in the entertainment industry and you have a career in the entertainment industry, you have probably moved past this. Everyone in your life knows and accepts your job, but this might not be entirely true. You might have made new friends. You might have started dating someone else. Who knows? So is this internal or external? And then is the voice in your head a vampire stealing your happiness? I I always think of, what is that song? It's from Title of Show. I, I mean, it might be called The Vampire Song. I don't think that's what it's called, but I'm looking it up right now. Mm. So there's a song in Title of Show, Die Vampire Die. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Where this is legitimately what they talk about. How you have the vampire inside your head who is telling you you're not good enough. And it's it's bullshit. Oh, that bullshit vampire. What a bitch. Seriously. So is this just a vampire in your head stealing your happiness? Or is this real? Like, is this... Is this... True, accurate thoughts. Are you in the throes of emotion or is this a rational, critical thought? Now, if you are in the throes of emotion because of your work constantly, then maybe you need to think about how that's not a good work environment in general. Like, so there are exceptions to the rule, right? We want you to take a step away if you're in your feelings. We want you to take a step back. But at the same time, if you are in your feelings and you're distraught over work all the time, that is a red flag in itself. Right. So we're not telling you to ignore it and we're not telling you not to deal with things. We're just telling you sometimes you need to take a moment and sometimes you need to take it as the red fucking flag it is. (laughs) So you need to analyze who is... Asking you to make this change? Who is asking you to quit? Is this internal or external? Is this real? And then do you want this change for yourself? Because this is the best case scenario. The best case scenario is that any of these whys that Amy just talked about, you want more money, you want more professional development, you want to move to a new area, you want to work different hours, you hate your organization and it Someone got hired who's a douche. Like, any of those whys are relevant. As long as you're doing it for yourself. That is that is the goal, is that you're making this change and you've come to this realization that you want to quit because of you. Yeah. You know, I had a chat recently with my therapist And I was talking about how I was stressed at work and frustrated with some work things. And she asked me, well, have you thought about finding a new job? And I was like, yes, but here's the thing. My current job offers me a lot of the things I want. 
even though it's not perfect, my bosses treat me really well. And in this particular industry, my bosses treat me a million times better than the industry as a whole. And I, I found a real safe haven in the industry away from some major toxicity. And also, even though this is not the thing that I maybe want to continue doing for the rest of my life forever, it's also supporting what I need right now. And any next steps I make are going to be for my own self and the entrepreneurial aspirations I have. So it doesn't make sense. I'm always going to have perfectionist issues. I'm always going to be stressed out because that is who I am and that is my personality and that is my own mental health. So what is the point in going from one job, which may not be perfect, but overall offers a lot of good things, to another job that's just going to do the same thing? I'm just going to end up stressed out in a new place eventually down the line. So, you know, it's not about finding the perfect job, but about finding what you need at the time. And and then asking the what. I what just are- just I just want to say I am so fucking proud of you. Mm. <laughs> I am so fucking proud. That's all. That's all I just wanted to throw in there. <laughs> like that was such good self-realization, self-summary and self-analysis. Yeah, well, it took me a lot of years of zigzagging back and forth and a therapist to help me get there, but I got there nevertheless. And I realized eventually that I'm not sacrificing my whole self and wealth, my whole self and well-being to be in a job that's maybe not exactly what I want because it gives me enough for now. But then next question is for me to ask what and for everyone to ask what what are you looking for next right so I have a picture of what I want in the future I'm not ready to do that yet so I'm currently in the best situation that I have to be able to get myself to the next step knowing full well that this is not the forever step And then by analyzing the why, I have a really good understanding of, you know, what I am and why I want to stay where I am and what I can do to then help me get to the next step. Um, And, you know, I'm lucky. I do know what I want to do next and where I want to go and how I see things going and am able to put things in place. But not everyone does. And that's okay. Maybe you don't know the, the job title or even the industry or any sense of whether you want to be working in an organization or as an entrepreneur or any of this stuff. Maybe you don't know. And that's okay too. Sometimes you just need to take a little bit of time to help yourself figure it out and then that's that's the jumping off point, right? Sometimes you need to do a little bit of exploring. Sometimes you need to do a little bit of zigzagging. Sometimes you need some therapy. I don't know. But either way, <laughs> either way, it takes time to get from point A to point B and then, you know, to get to the next point and to keep going and to figure these things out and figuring out why, who, what, 
that these are all going to help you put this in perspective. And last, you're asking yourself a win. When do you need something else? Is it right now? Are you quitting tomorrow? Is this so toxic that you're like, fuck it, bye, and you are walking away tomorrow? That's That was my mental space. That was emotional knee-jerk Beth was there. Real, realistically, adult Beth knew better. Um, but there are situations where you do say that. It happens. Do you have enough in savings that you're looking to take a break before your next job? Are you going to do some traveling and zigzagging and exploring in the world? Are you applying while working your current job? So all of these whens, the when do you need to make this change, that is going to be impacting how you make your change. But ultimately you need to answer for yourself to quit or not to quit. Are you quitting? And then you can kind of timeline for yourself. You know, we've talked about how it is important to understand why you're quitting. And if you're quitting because you're moving to a better space, are you quitting to improve your life? Or are you just quitting because you cannot manage the space that you're in or you don't know how to manage your space? I, I think that a lot of times... You know, we started off by talking about boundaries. You know, if we're not good at setting boundaries and then we quit one job, we're just throwing ourselves, you know, Amy said it best, you're just throwing yourself into another job where you're going to dedicate too much of yourself and allow yourself to be in a bad position because companies will do whatever you let them get away with. So uh, all these things really come together in this when is going to allow you to, to know how hard you're going to hit the ground running. Yeah, and the thing about all of this is all answers are okay. Not having an answer right now is okay. Especially as a perfectionist, for me, it's often all or nothing. Either I have to have an answer or fuck the world. There's no in between. And I have been working really hard on maybe only having half an answer or maybe not having my answer until next week or next year. That's okay too. What's important is to do all of this work so you can see if you really want to quit or are you in a funk? Do you need to set more boundaries? Or do you need to open up communication with your boss or with coworkers to try and fix a problem together that's completely fixable? Are you really looking to move on to a new job or a new career? Is it time to start setting up a path to your next job or your next move? I mean, there are so, so many pieces to this that every answer is always going to be the correct answer. No matter where you are in it, as long as you're focusing on you and your needs. So we would love to hear what you have to say about your experiences. Beth and I love to share our stories because 
this is a little bit of therapeutic for us too sometimes, but also we want to let you know that these things happen and these are real things that happen to people every day and that if you're feeling unsure, you're okay. So we want to hear what you have to say about your experiences so we can take this and continue to grow this community and bring these things into it. And so make sure to follow us on social media at Out of the Arts. Get in touch with us at outofthearts.com. And as always, thanks for listening. Don't forget to come join the conversation at outofthearts.com and on social media at Out of the Arts. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe, share, and tune in next time. Arts Career Evolutions podcast was created, written, and produced by Beth Partham and Amy Shake. Because we are super excited to flaunt our awesome transferable skills in any way we can. Speaking of, audio engineering by Beth Partham and music by Amy Shake. Because as long as we're still paying on our student loans, you better bet we're going to keep using our degrees in the way they were intended. Arts Career Evolutions podcast is copyrighted by Out of the Arts LLC 2021.